Hey, what is going on guys? DK, back at you with another video here to bring the week 11 NFL main site on DraftKings. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL sites on DraftKings. And I'm super excited to talk about this main site because, man, that Thursday night football game was a waste of three hours. That was one of the worst games I've ever seen in my life. So disgusting. The winning lineup uh, in the Millie Maker. Congrats, awesome. We split it. Defense in the cat. It was just like, I'm just I'm not going to win on a site like that. That was just absolutely gross. Uh, but again, excited for looks looks to be a pretty good uh, week eleven main site. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Football's been a little bit uh, down last few weeks. I feel like offense has not been as good. But um, yeah, guys, if you're unable to watch these YouTube videos, I also upload on Apple Podcasts. Link down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. And if you're interested in signing for premium content, I do offer that at Patreon.com. NFL package we cover the main and the show on site. Also offer an NBA and esports package. And the sponsor of the video is Prize Picks. If this is your first time watching and you're not familiar with Prize Picks, Prize Picks is a player prop site. We can take over under on fancy points. Or for football, you can take over under on passing yards, rushing yards, receiving yards, receptions, passing touchdowns, touchdowns, rushing touchdowns, receiving touchdowns, pass completions, interceptions. A ton of different ways you can play. They have college sports. Again, they have NBA. Um, they have PGA, MMA, tennis, soccer, esports. You can mix and match sports. So if you guys want to give prize picks a try, make sure to sign up using my code DKDFS. It is DKDFS, all one word. You'll, you will get a 100% match up to $100. All right, guys. And finally, if you do enjoy all the uh, NFL content, make sure to hit the like button, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. I will be doing a YouTube live stream Sunday morning. I know I wasn't able to last couple of weeks, but I will be doing a YouTube live stream uh, Sunday morning. So make sure to check that out one. Check that, guys. <laughs> check it out. It'll be general Q&A style. Okay, so let's take a look at these Vegas odds for the Week 11 main slate. Um, there's a few games that kind of stand out. The Packers, Vikings is, is 47 over under. We have the Colts and Bills about 50. It's just under 49 and a half. And then uh, Bengals, Raiders, I think will be a relatively popular game. That's a 50 and a half over under. And the game that's going to be definitely the most popular, Cowboys and Chiefs, 56 and a half over under. The Chiefs are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Okay, so we'll start off with the quarterback. And at the top, Josh Allen. I don't know if he's going to be super popular this week, but like if you have the salary for him, I'm he's just a super safe option, right? He didn't do much of the ground last week, but he is a guy that can go get you 40, 50 yards in the ground and a touchdown. Um, I'm not really scared of the Colts on the defensive end, and I don't think he's going to pick up a ton of ownership. So I like Josh Allen in tournaments. I think if, even if he had the salary for him in cash games, he's viable just because the, uh, you know, throw that, that game against the Jags out the window, he has pretty high floor. Um, so I think Josh Allen, good play in both formats. I don't think he'll be super popular. Same thing with Lamar Jackson, right, because the rushing upside, especially, um, you know, last week only had about 40 yards, but the two, two weeks before that, 120 and 88 yards in the ground. Um, Chicago, it's not, it's like a mediocre spot. It's not the best matchup, not the worst matchup, but um, he does bring that floor of the rushing ability. Kyler Murray, keep an eye on this one. This is pretty big, especially for those Cardinals wide receivers. He's going to be a game time decision. I think he plays. He's uh, practiced what in limited fashion this week. So I think he gives it a go. Um, if Kyler Murray does play, I think he's a decent tournament play. I don't think anyone will touch him coming off injury. So, you know, in a match against the Seahawks, who are not great, I wouldn't mind, you know, uh, kind of a, a mini uh, Arizona stack for tournaments. I don't think anyone would do that. And then we get to some players I think will be pretty popular, that being Mahomes and Dak Prescott, again, in the highest total game of the week. Love both of them. The only issue is, I think, going to be ownership, right? They're both going to be pretty popular. Um, Aaron Rodgers at 7K, I don't think will be as popular. Minnesota defense, not great. Uh, clear guy you can stack him with, obviously, Devontae Adams. I don't know if I go to him in a cash game setting. 
Jalen Hurts, so uh, the Saints have been decent in the defensive end, but the thing with Hurts, like Lamar Jackson, right, he brings that floor of the his rushing ability. 61, 71, 62, and 55 yards on the ground. So I think he's a solid cash game play. You can use him in tournaments too. The only thing I will say is the upside's been a little bit capped recently because they've been running the ball a lot more. Um, so that's been hurting his upside a bit. Let's see, Joe Burrow at 6'6", uh, and Derek Carr at 5'9", in that same game. Again, one of the higher total games of the week. I think both those guys are okay options. And then if you're going to punt quarterback, probably two against the Jets. Uh, Jets defense, not great. He came in uh, injured uh, and actually looked pretty good, 8 of 13, 158 yards. So if you're going to punt quarterback, I think Tua is your guy, sub 6K. Okay, so let's talk about running back. McCaffrey, still um, sub 9K. I I like this price point a good amount. I played him at like 5% ownership last week, guys, and that was the most frustrating thing to watch. He had three touchdowns vultured, two by Cam and one by Chuba Hubbard. I'm watching that. I'm like, he literally could have had like 45 fancy points. So frustrating, especially because I was just on the outside looking in in tournaments. Um, So if he got just like one of those touchdowns, it would have cashed. So, uh, but yeah, I I think McCaffrey is very, very safe with upside. I think this price is going to go up on him. Jonathan Taylor is viable for tournaments. The reason I, I don't probably go there in cash games is the matchup against the Bills, but he's been uh, playing out of his mind. So um, at, I think we'll be pretty low ownership. He's viable. Dalvin Cook, I don't think picks up a ton of ownership either, um, but I think he's going to be their bell cow back, is involved in the passing game as well. So he's a nice uh, GBP play. Uh, Kamara out, really hurts for my best ball and uh, season-long team. That's that's not a great feeling. Uh, Nick Chubb at 7.8K. So I don't know if I go to him in cash game setting because of the lack of involvement in the passing game. But this is a game the, the Browns should be able to play from ahead and should be able to run all over the Lions. Um, so, you know, this is uh, a player like Nick Chubb, who I wouldn't touch in cash games, but a good tournament play in my, op- in, in my eyes. Elliott at 7-7 feels a little bit pricey, but again, that is the highest total uh, game of the week. Joe Mixon um, had two touchdowns last week, so he got a little bit lucky with the touchdown variance. It's still one of the higher total games. I'm not scared of the Raiders in the defensive end, and he is involved in the passing game. So um, I think Mixon's a solid option there. DeAndre Swift is viable because of his involvement in the passing game. Um, but with Tim Boyle quarterback, like, ugh, Tim Boyle. Are the Lions really going to be able to move the ball? Let's see, what else? One player I think will be pretty popular, that's A.J. Dillon. Uh, without Aaron Jones, is going to be the bell cow back. He had 21 carries, two catches, and two targets. He'll be popular. That's really the only downside of him in tournaments, but I think is is one of the safest plays on the board. Same with James Conner with Edmonds on the IR. Um, Conner is going to be a guy that probably plays like 70-ish percent of snaps and way more involved in the passing game. Right? Earlier in the year, he was just the guy coming in near the goal line, and, and Edmonds was the guy they were using through the air. Uh, now with Edmonds out, he's kind of uh, getting that floor of his pass-catching ability. So I think James Conner makes her a very, very safe play. Going down a little bit more, I think Gaskin's another running back that will get some ownership. Now, the Miami offensive line has not been great, but they do get a matchup here against the Jets. So um, he's still getting a majority of the touches for the Dolphins. He's still involved in the passing game. And uh, if they do play from ahead, I think they they will rely on Gaskin. So I think Gaskin has a better week than previous two. I think the, the Dolphins should be able to move the ball on the ground. Uh, Montgomery's a 5-5, so he came right in and kind of got that bell cow work. Um, you know, it's not necessarily the best matchup, but the Bears are a run first team. I don't know if I go to him in a cash game setting, but for tournaments, he's viable. And then Mark Ingram, I think, makes for one of the safer plays in the board without Elm Kamara. Expect him to get a majority of the work, is involved in the pass game, seven targets last week. So I do like Mark Ingram a good amount, only 5.4K. Terrell Williams, obviously keep an eye on CEH. If CEH is out, I think he makes for a really good play. If CEH is in, I'm gonna, just going to stay away from the backfield there in Kansas City. Um, and then, yeah, Jeff Wilson Jr., 
is going to be the lead back with Elijah Mitchell doubtful. Um, this is a really good spot here against Jacksonville. So um, at only 5.1K, I think he's probably one of the better value running backs on the slate. And then Foreman um, with, here, let's go to Tennessee. They probably still will give Adrian Peterson some touches, but uh, McNichols is out. So I expect Foreman to uh, be the guy that probably gets a majority of the work and at only 4.9K. Uh, in a matchup against Houston, I do think he's viable in a GPP setting. Moving on to wide receivers, so Devonta Adams eight four I think is uh, very very safe play. Going to play majority of the game. Going to get you know ten to fifteen targets. I'm not scared of Minnesota on the defensive end. Um, he's kind of been a little bit quiet recently 12, 19, 10, 14. But we know like this this type of upside he has right. 35, 40 plus fans point upside. So I do like Devontae a good amount in both formats. Tyreek Hill never really cash game play for me, but for tournaments, I think he is a great option in the highest total game of the week. Uh, 20 plus fantasy points through the last five games for him. Jefferson, I think I prefer the wide receivers above him. Uh, Stephon Diggs at 7-9. We finally saw the big Stephon Diggs game. Uh, maybe this this gets him going and he goes on a, a little tear here. Maybe he goes uh, you know, a couple pairs a couple of big games in a row. Uh, we know he he has that upside again. We finally saw it. So uh, Stefan Diggs, I don't know if he'll be super popular with some of these other wide receivers, uh, expensive wide receivers in the slate, but he looks decent. Uh, AJ Brown uh, is going to be, you know, obviously their clear number one wide receiver. It's a good matchup here. Um, I guess the only concern is like if Tennessee gets off to a pretty early lead, do they just rely on the ground game? But yeah, Brown, obviously viable. Same with C.D. Lamb at 7-6. Amari uh, Cooper's going to be out for this game, too, so he probably gets some more more looks. And, again, the highest total game of the week. He's gone for 20-plus uh, fantasy points in three of the last four games. I think that price point might scare some people off, but I still think he makes for a pretty good option. Going down a little bit more. Now we kind of get to the mid-range here. Um, Brandon Cooks at 6K, you know, really the only guy I ever looked to on Houston just because he's playing the entire game and they're always playing from behind. He's going to get a healthy amount of targets. So he's viable for that reason. Um, let's see. Christian Kirk at 5'7". So DeAndre Hopkins going to once again miss. I like him a good amount if Kyler Murray's out. Or if Kyler Murray's in, I should say. Um, if Kyler Murray's out, not so much. If Kyler Murray's in, this boot that boosts the uh, Arizona offense a ton. Um, and he's been getting it done with the back and quarterback last couple weeks. So I think Christian Kirk makes for a pretty good play in the mid-range. I think he gets a pretty big bump there without Hopkins. I think Waddle is very, very safe. Um, a guy that is getting a ton of targets and a great matchup here. So I think he makes for a really safe play. T. Higgins is going to get a good amount of ownership, in my opinion, this week. But I think it's for for, uh, for good reason, right? He's getting a lot of targets. It's one of the higher totals, as I said. Uh, 15, 6, 8 targets last three weeks. And, um, yeah, high floor. So I think he's a good cash game play. Those secondary Buffalo receivers and Sanders and Cole Beasley, I think, make for pretty good uh, salary relief plays or get plays in the mid-range, 5-3 and 4.8K for those two. Beasley's snaps did go down. I'm not super worried about that. He's still a guy that uh, is going to run a lot of routes when he's out there. Let's see. If you wanted to get off some of those other Cincinnati wide receivers, you can look to Tyler Boyd, uh, but he's definitely the riskiest of the three. He also is the cheapest, though. Again, A.J. Green, keep an eye on Kyler Murray, right? If Kyler Murray's in, I think that boosts A.J. Green's appeal a good amount. Going down a little bit more, so Gallup, again, without Amari Cooper, who's going to fill in for the, probably be the number two wide receiver. We have Cedric Wilson, who we'll talk about, who is going to fill in for that slot wide receiver. So both those guys, they make for pretty good value options. Let's see. The snaps and Hardman went down last week, so he's a much, much riskier play. 
Marcus Johnson, a decent week last week without Julio, five catches and six targets. He's playable. It's not something I feel amazing about, but he is only 3.5K. He doesn't need a lot to pay off that salary. Byron Pringle actually got the second most amount of snaps. He had five targets. Um, If you want like a punt play, I think you could do worse. And then I mentioned Cedric Wilson, right? Without Amari Cooper, they said he's going to fill in for the uh, slot wide receiver uh, position, Cedric Wilson. So only 3.2K in the highest total game of the week. I think he is certainly in play as a punt option. And then finally, tight end. So Travis Kelsey, don't think we had to spend a ton of time here. He's very, very safe with a good amount of upside. Um, yeah, don't think, again, don't think we had to spend a ton of time there. George Kittle, I don't think we'll get as much ownership because the game environment, uh, the total isn't as high. But like he's a solid pivot off Travis Kelsey if you're, if you're spending up for tight end because um, you know he's probably a guy that's going to get 8 to 10 targets every single week. And then Darren Waller as well, right? 6.1K, just, uh, what is that? Second or third highest total game, 50 and a half. Uh, you know, they, they love going to Waller in the red zone. We haven't seen a big game from him recently, but we know he's a guy that can go for, you know, 20 plus fancy points. So him and Kittle, I think are decent pivots off of Kelsey. And if we go down a little bit more, Jacecki, again, target share, pretty condensed here from Miami. He had seven targets and no catches, kind of throw that out the window. I think he's still in a decent spot here. Zach Ertz, keep an eye on Kyler Murray. As I said, if Kyler Murray's in, I like him a lot more. If Kyler Murray's out, I'm probably not going to go to Ertz. Dalton Schultz, I might get some more looks too. He's been a little bit quiet last couple weeks, but um, without Blake Jarwin, he's basically playing the entire game and he's sub 5K. Dan Arnold uh, getting a lot of targets, 10, 7, 8 targets the last three weeks. I think he's a safe play because the Jags are always playing from behind, like I mentioned with Brandon Cook. So uh, he still should get a good amount of uh, targets. And then, um, yeah, let's talk about Washington. We might have a punt play here. It's going to be gross, but doesn't look like Ricky Seals-Jones or Logan Thomas will be available. So whatever a John Bates is, is a guy that's going to be basically playing the entire game. He played at 63% of the snaps last week once um, Seals-Jones went down basically the entire game. Had three catches and three targets. So if you want to punt uh, with a tight end, John Bates, again, whatever that is, is probably your guy. So, um, yeah, guys, I think that's going to do it for the video. Uh, if you have been enjoying the content, make sure to hit the like button, subscribe, and hit the notification bell so you do want to upload videos and go live. Again, I will be doing a YouTube live stream on Sunday, so make sure to check that out, guys, Q&A style. Thanks again. Have a great day, and I will see you guys all in the live stream Sunday morning.